0: what's up everyone my name is tebs and thanks so much for checking out the superpower podcast this podcast was created to celebrate young african women who are excelling in their business careers and lives we want to salute you and give you flowers while you can still smell them Every week we will be profiling a boss babe and finding out from them how they have harnessed their superpower and what more we can expect from them. So stay tuned and make sure to subscribe to the channel, follow us on all our social media pages at Superpower Podcast. leave us a review and even drop a voice note on our channel shouting out ladies who are inspirational to you. The official hashtag for anything on this podcast is hashtag SuperpowerPodcast. Enjoy! Today's guest on the Superpower podcast is Lerato Kunwana, who is a civil engineering graduate and founder of Lacoon's Projects, a 100% woman black owned construction company, which specializes in the construction of roads, concrete work, and buildings. Her strong urge to lead inspired her to establish her own company in 2014. Before Lacoon's Projects, Lerato worked in managerial positions for Group 5, Marianne Roberts, CA Brand, and Superwear over the years. Lerato believes that there is no such thing as a man's world, which is one of the reasons she studied civil engineering, a field which is dominated by men. She believes that one needs to take initiative and become independent in order to be the best version of themselves. Let's get into it. Hi everyone, it's Tevs, and you're listening to the Superpower Podcast. Today's guest is someone I met back in varsity. If you've listened to my previous podcast, you know that I went to the University of Johannesburg. Her name is Lagato. She's a civil engineering graduate and she owns her own business, guys. Like she is super major. How are you doing, Lagato? I'm good in your table, I'm all good. Thanks for accepting the invite and coming yeah. and spending your time with us here.
1: Oh I'm really honored to be here on this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Amazing. So so Lerato, yes, we were at UJ at the same time. Um and you were mm-hmm. at that other res, you know, the yellow res for those who remember uh <laughs> <laughs> what did they call you guys back then what was your name that um, they called <laughs> we <We're laughs> called the ponkers
1: the <laughs> <laughs> what Bender Bender.
0: <laughs> what, oh, what what made you choose squand as a race i mean you could have come to benjamin you know the superior oh, wow. one <laughs>
1: <laughs> are we gonna have that battle now <laughs> <laughs> Because Grenfell ticked all the boxes. I mean, that's for the smart girls. That's for, you know, people who,
0: you know, succeed, who are successful. <laughs> you know? Okay, I- I'll leave that one to you. I'll-, I'll leave that one to you. Okay, but maybe let's take a step back and stop talking about race politics. Um mm-hmm. You know, when you were back in high school, and you were deciding your career, you know, you could be anything, you know, um, most of us chose to be accountants and investment bankers, you decided to choose engineering, you know, what made you choose to become an engineer?
1: Um, so basically, um, I wanted to be an architect growing up. And then um, we got this, um, what do you call it, it's not a competition as such, but we were requested to write essays about, um, you know, if you want to become an engineer or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'll go through it. And then whatever we did, those uh, we had encyclopedias back then. We didn't have Google. <laughs> <laughs> Our
0: own <laughs> version of Google,
1: yes, for all yeah, that. Also. yes. <laughs> so I went to, um, I went to the uh, to, to 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 research about what a, an engineer does and i saw that civil engineers work hand in hand with um with architects so i was like mm. because i love drawing i love this and that so even though um engineering civil engineering is more um technical okay i can't say more technical but it's more deeper like um in terms of uh building uh than yeah. architecture because architecture deals with the designs only, but um, engineering deals with calculations. It deals with, you know, you need to know what your foundation strength is and all of that. So I was like, I like this challenge more than being just an architect. And then I had a chat with my aunt and she was like, what do you want to do when you finish school? And then I was like, okay, I'm thinking mechanical because I love gears, I love all of that. I love structures, you know? Yeah. And then she was like, why don't you do um, civil? Because, I mean, everything you see around you needs to be maintained. It needs to be built. It needs to, you know? So civil engineering doesn't, the, the, the work doesn't end. It's continuous. And then mm. that's where I actually swayed towards civil engineering.
0: Okay. that's That's quite interesting. And... What made you then decide to study civil engineering then at UJ? I mean, you could have gone anywhere else, right? Like, what was so special about UJ that you decided this is the institution for me?
1: Okay, so I went to a school called Rao which is the a, a baby school for Rao University back then. Now it's called UJ Metropolitan. So, okay. yeah, everything was like we're fortunate enough to you know get our applications given to us so that we can sign Mm -hmm. up at school um at home and then somebody took them back so we really didn't have to go to school to apply um to uj to apply so now um also we got first preference in terms of staying at res and all of that because you know it was a school for very smart kids like overachievers so they already knew that hmm. coming to the school, coming to 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 UJ, you already um you know you already gonna pass because high
0: performing yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Perform. so that's how I actually got to UJ. I didn't really you know care much about going to other universities because it already had bachelor of engineering and I could also stay at Rez and all of that. So
0: yeah. Oh so wow! Like. Yeah, you are my second guest from, you know, the wow. infamous Raul Cole. I literally should rename this podcast to Alumni from Raul Cole because all you guys are really <laughs> impressive, you know. I mean, I don't know what happens at that school, but they <laughs> are like exporting really, really amazing high-flying people. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so once you get to you, Jay, so I guess like the transition was also easier and I'm sure. A lot of the people you went to high school with also went to uj what was your experience like once you got to uj because i remember myself you know freedom parties monati you know like and and you still have to study and pass (laughs) So, so, so how did you experience varsity
1: um you (laughs) <laughs> varsity was very fun I mean you 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 can relate because we stayed at Rez we had your Fierce VX we had you know a lot of parties so basically it was a matter of um, knowing what your whole um, focus point is you know yeah. you need to reach to where why you were there like you need to know why am I here so it was quite difficult for me because um um going to Rao you 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 really did we didn't have sports, we didn't have anything. Like the only sports we had was chess, you know, the small wow. thing. We had music, like I did grade two music theory. So wow. Jennifer, you did like the whole in inverted commas, cultured things. So um getting to varsity was like, oh flip. Now we can actually do some sports, we can do this, we can do that. So now you need to apply your your mind now. You need to apply your energy. You need to apply your time. Time management is quite important. But um, I realized, like, okay, first year was very fun, but I was still passing, and then second year still. But then I was like, no. This is not happening because now I need to stay in the library, have like until the morning you'd be sitting and studying and you've got a class coming up at seven o'clock because our classes used to be from seven until seven. So we used to have like 12 hours of school. So that was like very hectic. And then I was like, no, you know what? Let me just go to Technicon. I mean, I've done the whole theory part. I mean, your first year and second year is crucial for all. It's like vast for everybody okay. else, studying engineering. It's not only civil. It's not specific towards those engineering um, um, uh, disciplines. So, and then I went to my dean and I was like, can you please move me to to, uh, to DFC, to Toronfontaine campus? And okay. because now I need to balance my life and I need to see that at least I'm living as well. I'm not stressing about books all the time. And then mm-hmm. that's what I did. And when I got there, I was acing the subjects, and also I got a whole lot, um, a lot of subjects that I wasn't doing because I'd already done them at an advanced. Uh, yes,
0: in the in the degree course. Okay, so yeah. you were so yeah. UJ has different campuses. Um, APK being, um, Oakland park and then Dornfontein being one of the other campuses. I know they also have one in Soweto. So when yeah. you transferred from APK to Dornfontein, um, you then had to change from a degree to a diploma. a diploma. Yeah. In terms of that change, does it have an impact in terms of the kind of work you can do? Are there different levels? How does it work in engineering? Um, and what are the differences between someone who has a degree and, and someone who has a diploma? So, yeah. Okay,
1: so with a degree, um, you you are like you more. Okay, let's say in terms of levels, you above a diploma. So with a yes. degree, you can you can design, you can um, you can still construct, but in this case, your decision making because now you you more of a, oh, how do I put this? Like, you see, if you look at a wall,
0: Yeah.
1: a diploma is the front of the wall and then a degree is what's inside the wall. So okay. basically, it's it's a matter of, it's more deeper than a diploma. A diploma is more
0: okay.
1: shallow, it's more practical. Um, yes. degree is more theoretical. So all the bending moments, everything that, has to do with how the structure comes up. Is usually the calculations and all of that is more deeper than um, a diploma. So with a diploma, you can still calculate. You can still do everything. Yes. But it's just that they do. They are more advanced.
0: Okay, I get you. And and you don't have any regrets um, with the switch because I know a lot of people. You know when they when they start on a particular path. You know they 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 like want to reach that particular. Yeah, are you are you content with the decisions you've made um, with regards to the switch you made?
1: I've never been so happy in my life
0: (laughs) for the mere fact
1: that I could balance my life.
0: Yes, those
1: distinctions. And you know when you start working. And the other thing is, I've got best of both worlds. I've got the Mm. theory and I've got the practical. So mm. when you start working, they don't look at um, uh, your they do look at oh you've got a diploma or a degree, but yes. the experience is what matters the most. So exactly. I gained yeah. so much experience, and you know, getting into the uh, boardroom with other engineers, we speak in the same language. You could okay. have your degree, your PhD. I could have my diploma, but I I can relate to what they are saying. So I, I have no regrets, zero regrets,
0: and oh, wow. yeah,
1: it's it's the most beautiful thing. And seeing that I'm an employer now, it's it's even better because now I can hire a person with the skill that I know but not really into. If you understand. Okay. What I mean. No, I yeah. get you.
0: I get you. I get so, you. Oh wow.
1: I was like I don't. I don't really need. Um. Okay. I can. I do need to upskill here and there, but I can uh, instead of knowing it I can get somebody who specializes in it which makes life much more easier because we can still relate yeah okay sure
0: okay so so you get to Dornfontein and you're acing and then you pass man like you know I think everyone every everyone's parents mothers are it's like they 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 day of joy when they have a university graduate as um a daughter um, what was your experience with work, corporate? Because you didn't then just start your business. You know, you 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 dabbled in working for large organizations. What was your experience like?
1: Phew. Um, okay. So um, I was fortunate enough because I got a bursary from Group Five when I started my first year. So hence, like my studies were were were, were funded. So um, we could actually do VAC work and all of that. And mm-hmm. yeah, so when we are doing vacation work, I'd already started gaining experience. So when I got there, I, I didn't go to the office. I went to the ground. I started working with the workers there and you know, talk about shuttering, doing still fixing, floating concrete, you know. A
0: These are very <laughs> technical terms. I mean I'm I'm no I'm no engineer. <laughs> I can you know I can see you're very excited when you start talking about your discipline. Oh my word
1: <laughs> Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so um, so you know your shuttering is the, the metal stuff that you put um it's like false work. So you put it there and you pour in concrete so that your concrete comes back um smooth on the outside. Ah
0: yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, and then your steel fixing is when you see the um, reinforcement steel the steel, yes. that the steel yes so that's what i also taught myself how to do and all of that i did that because i was like if i'm going to manage i need to manage something i know so basically yes. i've got hands-on experience if somebody is going to take something and put it here uh, without me knowing why then it's going to be a problem so i rather mm-hmm. know and if they're doing it wrong, I'll be able to say, "No, you're doing this thing wrong." And I get you. And now you start from the bottom and you go up. So that was—I don't know who taught me that. It just came naturally <laughs> to know that you need to know.
0: Things. Did you find? Did you find? <laughs> did you find that your peers, mm-hmm. like people? Um, you were working with that they took the same approach as you because you were very much you wanted to get your hands dirty did you find that the the other grads that you were working with that they were more or less the same or people were just different and doing their own thing
1: um I didn't really um catch up with them because I was always in the bundus and you know like I'd go for years and then come back and all of that but Um, I don't think everybody took the same approach as I did because a lot of them actually struggled to get into the industry, and you know, so because it was during the times of recession and all of that, Mm. so you would be like five steps ahead and they'd still be starting, and you know, and not having those chats, you don't. Really know what, who's doing what, when, and all of that. So, yeah, it's it's quite a different journey for everybody.
0: Okay. But you you worked for a few organizations. So I know that the industry that you're in is very sensitive to things like the economy, recession, you know, um, what's happening in the country. Um, How did you navigate? like working for different employers and also like always consistently having work? Was that a difficult thing for you?
1: It wasn't difficult because, as I mentioned, that I got a bursary from uh, Group 5. And then um, so now when I went to to Technicon to to go do my diploma, um, there was a break in between where I was like, okay. um, I need another bursary because I saw the life there as a step forward for you. So I, was, okay. I worked hard and I was just like applying, applying, applying. I was like, my marks must show for it. Now, wait mm. time is over because I know my mom can't afford to, you know, carry on paying my school fees. So yes. I eventually um, got a bursary from, um, tell me, from Maureen Roberts. Um, to do my second year of the diploma of Technicon. So okay. that actually helped because at least Group 5 had left a bit of money in my account. So I just had a gap just to pay like about 7000 That was just the gap that I needed to get my reports. Yes. So from there on, um, when I worked for, when I got a pursue from Marin Roberts, they also still did the whole VAC work system and then when I had to do my practicals with the diploma, um, I started with them in Mpumalanga. I worked uh, with Marine Roberts for the first six months to do my P one, which is practical one, and yes. and I passed it. Um, and then they they had to retrench us because of the recession. So okay. and then um, luckily I got a job from CA Brand uh, because now they saw my 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 CV. I'd already mm-hmm. worked for Group 5 because now you've got a step ahead. It's renowned companies. It was renowned companies. Yeah. So Group 5, uh, marin Roberts, they're like, how oh, Must you've got experience. You've done all of this and that and that. Wah, 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 wah. So it was easy for me to actually you know, finish my P2. When the when the invigilator actually came to sight. he was quite impressed because I was telling him that I'm already in senior position as a student they've promoted you yeah. exactly, managing like 50 odd employees you get me, so it was quite a great uh, step and foot forward, so having to um, um, what you call it, having to apply for other jobs, it was easier because I would apply for those positions, but I don't have, ah. I didn't have yeah. So now as a site manager, I would apply for site manager positions. And when I get there to the interview, they can hear that this person knows what they're
0: talking about. Is experienced,
1: and experience. they're OK. I imagine I only had like an odd one year, two years experience, and they're looking for a person with five years experience, but I'm as advanced as a person with the five years experience. Wow, Forget wow. Me. So I've always been fortunate in that um, sector where i've just been top position ever since i started working so True. yeah
0: yeah yo, yo 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 you guys are high achievers wow oh my gosh you're really like in charge of 50 people you're a student that is absolutely impressive oh my word okay so when did you now have aspirations to start your own business because you're doing well you're a high flyer you're promoted you're managing teams you're working for big brands why did you then decide let me start Lacoon's projects
1: um so throughout okay like this explains you know the timeline i've been telling you about everything yeah situations explains how much of a passion i have for the field i'm in So people kept on saying, why don't you start your own thing? Why don't you start your own thing? And I kept on brushing it off. So Mm -hmm. now in 2014, when I started, when I um, founded uh, Le Projects, was after I was in between jobs and everything. And I was like, you know what? Now I'm sitting at home. Let me just register a company called Le Projects. And you know Le is for Lerato Kunwana. So
0: ah it's, 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 Okay, we now know where the name comes from. Okay, so it's not far from my name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I decided to 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 um, I didn't have a plan then. I was like, you know what? I'll go back to the employers that I worked with because, I mean, I left a great. A great track record with them. I didn't put any bridges, nothing. So mm. that's my plan. That was my game plan. So I registered it and then I did the marketing stuff. I did your profiles, everything, the website Websites. Branding, mm. Websites. You get me. And then I was like, you know what? As long as I've got this, now I can go out. And then I started going out. I approached my ex-employer um, Superway Construction and I was like, Here's my profile. I've started my own thing instead of me mm. you pay me a salary. I'd rather invoice you and, and be I'm a supplier. Ready. Yeah, and I'm ready now, you know, a service provider, not a supplier. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's get technical. Why don't we? Yes. <laughs> so while
1: I was still in that process, I put it on hold and then I got a job from Group Five again. So I went. Oh, back wow. To group five. <laughs>
0: So while you're trying to be an entrepreneur, you know, the, you know your group five is like, come, come and work with us again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then
1: I downgraded uh, my position and I, I became a junior engineer there because, you know, I had more time to actually focus on my company on the side so that mm. if it up, then I can go back, you know, and I can give it time to actually manage it while I'm still working there and earning a salary. Because now you can't just leave and take that risk and because now who's gonna pay the bills? So Sharp,
0: um that's really smart. I think people yeah. who start side hustles, that's 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 like a big thing to say you also don't want to find yourself in a position where you have absolutely nothing waiting on exactly. a contract. So exactly. you decided to start working and not take the senior position because you wanted time that you could also work on your side hustle.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, okay. so I got my first project from my ex employer which is Superway, to uh, do some paving in Boxburg. It was an IPW project. So that's how I actually started, and I was like, oh, I've never seen so much money in my bank account.
0: <laughs> inspiring. This is what I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I this know. is before tax mind you that's why it looks like it's a lot
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so basically um after that project my contract ended with group five after it ended i sat at home for about two months and i was like you know what um you are done here uh, stop looking for jobs now you're gonna start working and focusing on your company and mm. that's what I did. I went to my other ex-employer, C.A. Brand. And then C.A. Brand gave me an opportunity in 2016 to build a, a platinum plant for them with 198 million rands. So sure. it was a, a labor-intensive job where I had to just bring my guys and then they supply the material, everything. So I yeah. sat there because it was my first job. And I was like, you know, they know my potential. They know what I'm about. I'm going to sit here as a site manager and make sure that I make this project happen in yeah. the specified time while I manage everybody. So basically I went back to the position that I've been as an employee. Instead I get of a director uh, yes. So
0: that's
1: how I that's why that's how I grew and that's where I started getting recognition and referrals and people, you know, referring me to other clients and all of that. And yeah, that's how you um, started.
0: That's how you got, that's how you grew. I mean, I mean, for me that that's so special, like being an entrepreneur and your first few clients are so critical because they actually determine whether you'll carry on doing what you're doing. And um, also just the lesson you, you, you're teaching me about um keeping your networks open and not burning bridges you know how many people have resigned from their jobs and they tell their boss to like you know go (laughs) take a dump (laughs) you know and so many people do that and they don't realize that like you, you never know where where life will take you so um, even just saying the word of mouth and going back to your previous employers, I think that's such a, a fundamental lesson for entrepreneurs. Do you yeah. believe in the? Do you believe in like networking and keeping relationships open? How were you able to go back to the people who employed you and say, "Please take me back as a service provider"?
1: Sure, um, I strongly believe in it uh, because, as a person, like I read people. That's another thing. Like if I'm going to talk to you, I can see if you're closed or you're open. And if you close, I challenge myself to open you up so that Ah. you can actually see that I'm not a bad person. And you also not a bad person. So, you know, let's just put this thing together and see what we can gain from each other. So because now um I'm one person that strongly believes that um There's always something that you can gain from somebody else. Um, Be it a a hobo on the street, be it you know whoever, like be it a cleaner, you know something. We can all learn something from
0: each other.
1: That open person who just loves communicating with people, who takes people as people. So it's Mm. easy for me because now the person can see that oh, this person is a director, but. Uh, this person is talking to me, uh, you know? So I'm always, Mm. I've always been that grounded person. So it's always been easy for me to actually get people to open up to me because I'm just an easy person to be around and all of that. So that's how I've actually um, managed to keep my my networks, keep, um, you know, wherever I am, I'm able to just get people to engage with me and I always love engaging. I'm an extrovert. So yeah.
0: Yeah. How, oh my you know. word. Okay. Yeah. It's helped you a lot.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and in terms of building teams, because, you know, you're only as strong as the, the people who also work in your business. Um, how did you go about, you know, navigating that landscape of like building a team, building a good team and a loyal team?
1: I love how you structure your questions because they like uh, you co- a conveyor. <laughs> 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 like I just answered the question and now I'm just going to reiterate what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> being a person that goes to the ground and I've been building relationships. So in, in a sense, okay, um, if I see potential in you, without knowing, like, you know, this this was happening while I was still an employee, without being an mm. employer. Um, I'd see potential in people and be like, yo, you've got so much potential. Um, if I get like a job somewhere as an employee, um, I'll call yeah. you so that you can come oh, work wow. with Wow. So it's always been like that. Like I've always like, you know, taking people's numbers and growing my database, not knowing that I'm going to be an employer one day. So mm. the day I became an employer. I went through my phone book. I strongly believe in backing up my my numbers and stuff. So mm. and thanks to technology, even if you lose your phone, you can still back up your your stuff.
0: Yes. So um,
1: I went through, I went through, I went through, I went through my phone book and I called the people up and I said, guys, this is a make it, make it or break it. Come join me. Are you ready? And because they loved me so much and they respected me so much and they saw like a lot of potential in me, and they knew that this girl is going far, they actually agreed and they left wherever they were and they came and they helped me build my company. That's and I still beautiful. have my, my supervisor from 2016 who's still working for me. And wow. he always, oh, Yeah. Even oh, like my guy, gosh. My whole team, yeah.
0: Okay, but is your team. Um, I'm, I'm assuming engineering is very, like, Uh, male-dominated, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So I'm assuming you're working with a lot of men. What does transformation look like in your industry and how are you contributing to that?
1: (laughs) Do you know, I'm going to be honest, right? Yeah. In in our industry, it's difficult to get a woman who knows their story, right? Um, and the thing is, um, they love, okay, we women don't love being dirty, being on the groundwork and all of that, being on the ground. So I yeah. prefer being, like, a lot of women I haven't met, actually, I don't think I've met anybody who's doing construction ever since I've been doing construction. Wow, <laughs> really? No, like, <laughs> No, like it's. I've met the QSS. I've met all of that, but with the site managers, uh, I think I've only met one person, uh, my friend Tuli, and the rest. I'm just like okay. So basically, there's not much uh, transformation because mm. women like there's difficulties um, on the ground because now you go to site, you have to set up from scratch and yeah it's it's like there's no toilets, and you know with us women we've got other things you know yeah yeah women actually dread that being in the bundus uh without without like ablution facilities and all of that so you need to really be strong to be in that place so with me contributing to it um, I've had a couple of cases having women working for me to tell you the honest okay. truth. Um, and I prefer working with men. If I'm going to have women, they need to be office based, but site, um, they always take advantage of the fact that there are men around and
0: yeah. they will on
1: everything. They will do this, they will do that. So it also weakens the team. You get me? I get you, I get you. Yeah, so, like, the last time I had, like, a pregnant employee who took me to, like, to a hearing because she was pregnant and I laid her off because the environment wasn't wasn't conducive for her and I was willing to pay her ahead until the contract ends, but she couldn't take that and I had to pay her for another full year without her doing anything, so... Sure. I've had like, a very bad experience with women. in, in Yeah,
0: the, I mean, I've, I've, I've had other I've experiences had, with the CCMA, yeah. which I will I, not get into. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you
1: see, oh, it's, 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 it's quite tricky to tell you the honest truth with a woman being in the environment. That I get in, you.
0: The, the, oh, it's so unfortunate because yeah. I mean you know you're a woman and you're you're so empowered and you know mm-hmm. you're running things and you've been able to navigate the space with working with men um I just guess it's it's like a slow turn in terms of getting women into your industry sure yeah okay and in terms of lacunes right um <laughs> you know, do you have a specific vision, you know, are you the kind of person who's like, I'll take it one day at a time? You know, when you think of your business, what are some of the things that come to mind?
1: Sure. Um, (laughs) You know, this question always gets to me.
0: (laughs) Why does it get to you?
1: (laughs) Because um, I'm a person that lives for now and lives for I don't live for the future, so Thank I live you. for now. And as a matter of if I see an opportunity, I'll work towards that opportunity. So I'm a person who's looking for opportunities now so that in the future, I know it's still conducive for, for the company, for everybody else. So I strongly okay. feel like I've got different values where I strongly feel that owning this company, it wasn't necessarily for the money or for... You know the riches or anything. It's basically yeah. necessarily for being able to assist people. I mean, think about how many people are unemployed. So mm. I, I'm doing it just to get people to put, um, you know, uh, put food on their on the on the table for their families for everybody. So if you come with something like, I've been sponsoring people to go ahead, like, if you're stuck, I'd use Lacoons to, you know, help somebody who's stuck and do this. I get so you. I feel like I'm running, I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but I feel like I'm running an NGO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a social enterprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Profit motive, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, i actually found that a, a lot of um uh, young people, especially those who are like in their thirties and twenties, um, have a big social cause. Like we want to see the world better. We want to, you know, help and create jobs. Like you're not the first person to say that. And sometimes that trumps um, profits and capitalism at times. Do Do you, does that statement ring true to how you run your business? No, it's
1: very true, but at least I've got an accountant who keeps me on par because if I was running my own finances, I would be <laughs> so bankrupt by now. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're using the services of an accountant because no one starts knocking on your door, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So basically, um, it's also, uh, I, I also have a pro- pro- profit motive. For the company, but I just want to see it grow bigger so that I mean, I want to the name Lacoon's to be seen. I mean, like, imagine a billboard written Lacoon's projects, and then mm. you have that your whole building there going on. Mm. You know, I look at like your Sizo Kotoba and all of the Koboda. Yeah, so. I mean, you remember Group Five was there placed in Waterfall before? Yes. Before. Yeah. So it's a matter of, you know, I'd love to see that, but I'd love to see it for, you know, for, for everybody that really needs to feed and that really mm. needs to grow, just to grow. Like, you must grow, man, you know? So basically. No, I get you. Yeah. So that's what it is. And I'd love to inspire people to to see that, you know, there's growth within them and know that they are able to do more than what they know that they're capable of.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah. So inspirational, man. And for for people who want to get into your industry, civil engineering, whether it's men or, you know, any of the ladies who are listening to this podcast, what kind of advice would you have um, for them and how they can succeed um, in your industry?
1: Um... I'd advise them to, number one, to be focused. Mm. If you really want something, go out and get it. Don't think twice. Don't 2nd guess yourself or anything. Just go for Mm. it. If um, you're scared to approach somebody, fear is not going to take you anywhere. That's one thing for sure. Number two, resilience. You need to be very resilient, and you need to know what you stand for. You need to... Get in there and make yourself heard if you want to be heard. Mm. Number three, um, you need to really be strong, strong willed. And mm. because now sometimes people will take you like you don't know anything. But yeah, just be kind with your words when you want to show them that actually you the way you're approaching me is not the way I am. So I, I am because a lot of times i've stepped into boardrooms and people are like ah this one doesn't know anything and then once i start speaking now they are listening to me i'm not listening to them so you. they need to know how to switch it up and actually just you know go for it like just be bold yeah mm-hmm. that's what i want to say
0: bold okay yeah <laughs> be bold you heard you heard it from the civil engineer herself okay um <laughs> Last, last one um, on my side. So, this is a question I ask all our guests um, and you are no different, you know. Um, The podcast is called The Superpower Podcast and I want to know when you think of your superpower, what makes you unique? What is your secret sauce as Lerato? What do you think that is?
1: The mere fact that I am authentic, I am myself everywhere I go. Um, The mere fact that. I can, I, I'm an, I'm a motivator. Um, I'm a natural mentor. Like I just love to, you know, see a person using their potential to their best ability. Oh, so that's 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 what. This is my superpower to see that happening, to see that happen, and it makes me proud to see that you know things are actually coming together for a person so i don't sure. know if that's answered properly yeah
0: no that that is sure you know i get inspired every single week when i when i chat to um career driven women and entrepreneurs and and you're no different um but thanks Lerato. thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule and running your business and managing many people Um, to come and spend time with us and share your journey. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Cheers. Hey, you made it to the end of the interview. Thanks so much for listening and hope you learned a thing or two. Please make sure to subscribe, review, and leave a voice note for any lady who inspires you. Till next week, have an awesome one. Cheers.